I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello and welcome to the Media Podcast. I am Faraz Osman. On the show today, we are behind the scenes at the British Podcast Awards, where we speak to makers of award-winning shows, including Red Handed, Decode, Effing Hormones, Coiled, and many more. That's all coming up in this edition of the Media Podcast. Hello, Media Podcast listeners. Those with discerning ears would have worked out that I am not Matt Deegan. He is a little busy today running the British Podcast Awards, but I've managed to sneak backstage here at Kennington Park in South London and nick his microphone so I can attempt to make friends with podcasts best and brightest who have gathered here for the fifth annual award ceremony. The global podcasting industry is set to surpass $1 billion in 2022, and the awards is an opportunity to celebrate those creators leading and shaping the industry. Over 100 judges have deliberated with 33 categories, including Smartest Podcast, Best Network, Moment of the Year, and the big one, the Podcast of the Year. So we'll be chatting to some of this year's winners to find out which podcasts have captured the judges' hearts in 2022. And winning gold. The judges said, The winner does what podcasts do at their best. It goes really deep into its chosen topic. And through this narrow focus, it reveals so much about British culture and society more broadly. The presenter and production are exceptionally good, and the podcast treats its subject matter with gravitas it rarely receives elsewhere in British media. The winner is... So I'm here with the guys from the Deco podcast. Uh, yeah, Joby Waldman, exec producer. Axel Kakutier, sound designer. Amy Bennett, producer. Jack Halson, producer. Award number one, you're like cradling the first award of the <laughs> night, like, like you're presenting it to everyone that can see. How are you feeling? Um, it was a big list that you beat out, right? Yeah. There's like a small part, like, oh, is this, is this us? Is this us? Is this us? And then I finally said it, and it's like, yeah, this is us. I was all the way at the back and you guys were at the front and you had you guys gracefully waited for me to then say thank you and yeah, so we're here. <laughs> so just talk to us quickly about what the podcast is. Um, you kind of do a deep dive into the UK's biggest black artists and rap artists, right? Um, give, give us a bit of an idea of how, to, how it start came about and, and how you ended up on Spotify as well, which is a big deal. Yeah. Um, so the show grows out of Dissect, which is our sister show in uh, the US, which looks at American rap albums and Spotify wanted to do a UK version and we worked with them to develop it and bring in some new elements like the incredible sound design and depth and texture and location recordings and the like the voice actors that we use all to bring in like rich sound into the mix and then also finding someone 
the, only, the one and only Kaio Chingoni, uh, poet and, uh, well, sort of hip-hop MC and lover who just is, uh, brings so much to, of his own experience. And, and has this, like, incredible voice. He's like, I feel like I want to get him recording my, like, voicemail and, like, get him to, like, it's just amazing. Just, he's not cheap, so addictive. He's not cheap. <laughs> <laughs> if you want him to do your voicemail, get in the queue. <laughs> so... It really feels like this show is is almost like it, you know this is not a ramble chat between like mates. This yeah. is so highly produced, highly researched. Like everything is, is thought out. The detail you're going into is is really really deep. It almost feels like Spotify should make you listen to this before you listen to the next you know the the next album. And it's, it's I, like I just think that there's a there's a sensibility that you guys have where you're like you've got to take this stuff seriously you know and and is that kind of what your intention is you do you want people to listen to this so they don't just go to gigs and start spouting out lyrics that they don't understand is, is that kind of what you're getting at uh, yeah i mean like we really respect the artists that we're covering so whether it's dave or skepta and we know the amount of influences and the history that the music that they, they, they make has and we just want to partly research it for ourselves and try to understand those albums as best we can and then once we've researched it we want to share that and you know our respect for those artists has just gone up there is so many layers to what they do and yeah often in mainstream culture you don't get space to talk about that so we're really happy to do that amazing well congratulations so so dave was series one Skeptical Series 2, are you going to tell us who Series 3 is? Is that still a secret or are you going to give us the vibe? Is it Kano? You might need to ask Spotify. Okay. Are they here? We're going to to have to track them down and find out. But listen, I hope it's big. Massive congratulations. Enjoy the rest of the day. Um, And you're up for one a little later as well, right? Couple, I think. Okay, right. It's non-stop for you guys. Thank you so much. Take it easy. Thank you. So we are with the Best Current Affairs podcast, The Media Storm. How's it going? (laughs) We're shaking. Yeah, I, I'm speechless, which isn't that helpful for a, a radio interview. No, it's not. But I guess it's just that we didn't expect to win this just because of the level that we're in the category. Yeah. The Guardian, Tortoise, yeah. Economist. I mean, there was so Politico, The Week. Yeah, and Helena and I pretty much do everything for this podcast, including the bloody social media. So it's a lot of time and it's a yeah. lot of investigative work and it's... It feels amazing to actually have it like acknowledged at a level with with the contenders that we've been faced with. <laughs> and the, the award was presented by by News and Current Affairs royalty, yeah. John Sopel. Royalty. Yeah. Wow. I yeah. Mean, yeah. Whatever. Presidential, we should say. Presidential yeah. after seven years in America. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it great? And also, when people who've kind of done this in their kitchen produce a podcast that catches the imagination like this I've got to just describe the situation here because these two are holding hands and I've just posed for photos with them for the the winners and they are both shaking like leaves and they are both coming to terms with what they've achieved which is absolutely fantastic it's just yeah it's just pretty shocking <laughs> so what's so this just to be clear about this this podcast yeah. so you're doing something slightly different you're almost giving a voice to the people that are in the news but generally kind of don't get a chance to speak in in front of a microphone or a camera right exactly yeah so we observed we've both worked at papers and broadcasters in the mainstream media and we just have observed that there's certain demographics that will be reported on all the time but we've kind of forgotten to center their voices in the story sometimes to even approach them for first-hand lived experience comments at all so that could be people who are crossing the channel in dinghies it could be sex workers trans people um, racial minorities gender minorities and so we try to uh, firstly investigate the stories that matter to them and then to discuss the headlines and discuss current affairs but with them 
uh, and their analysis at the center. So, so it helps us to be a little bit more critical of the news we can see. And that word analysis is really key because a lot of the time people, when, they, when these minority groups are spoken to, they're used as case studies and they may be like shoved in a few lines at the end of an article. But while they are case studies in that kind of clinical term, they also have expertise because if you've crossed the channel in a boat, you are the person who should really be the person that's being consulted about what laws would make sense for people crossing the channel in boats. Yeah. Well, look, you guys are keeping it together, but I can tell you're so <laughs> excited about this win that you can't even like kind of... Look, you just signed a massive deal with Global. You must be looking for some new talent to kind of <laughs> yeah, bring I mean, on board. I, like, I've, I've, I know Emily, Emily Maitlis is, you know, great, but uh, what about, uh, what about us? Oh, she <laughs> She's overrated. No, she's you know past yeah, her peak. Uh, no, uh, yeah. So so Emily and I and Lewis Goodall, uh, produced by Dino and Persephonica. Dino's here. He's right next to us. So we're going to launch this podcast at the end of August. We're going to try and do a daily news podcast, which isn't. <gasps> guess what's happened? You know, breathless. Um, so you're going to hope that Trump doesn't get elected then, because otherwise it will be breathless well, look, and. I, 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 <laughs> I'm still coming out of therapy after reporting on Donald oh, Trump for the last four years. Um, so, yeah, so exactly. So, no, you know, look, we're going to stand back. We're going to try and make it engaging. We're going to try and make it fun. But we're going to there's going to be analysis and there's going to be thoughtfulness and, you know, a bit of history. And so we will try and make this work. And it, we're really excited to get started. And well, new, new talent. <laughs> yeah, now new talent is sitting right here. This is this is a job application, and we've heard you, and you and you've clearly got it. Well, congratulations all around. Congratulations to your new podcast. Congratulations, Dino, to kind of making it all happen. But most of all, congratulations to Media Storm for picking up the best current affairs podcast. Well, it's a moment for you, and enjoy it. <laughs> Thank, Thank you so much. <laughs> the judges said, in a category as weighty as well-being in 2022, it is not lost on us when a show can still approach a topic as overlooked and life-altering as menopause with a sense of humor. The team make a real effort to engage with their listeners and has provided an incredible forum for a huge sector of society who are so often left to their own devices. And the winner is Effin Hormones. The winner of the Best Wellbeing Podcast is Effin Hormones. Um, this is a thing, right? You know, you guys started this podcast yourselves it's completely independent right tell us about it tell us what it is so it came about after a slightly tipsy lockdown zoom when uh, we were just hanging out together and we were variously bemoaning the state of our different hormonal issues and actually i've been wanting to make a perimenopause podcast for a couple of years and as we were talking i said to the guys listen this is a podcast this is a podcast four friends we're chatting together because one of the big things that I'm really passionate about is that when you're going through lots of like different hormonal issues no one was talking about it and like you can end up feeling quite lonely and isolated because myself personally I wasn't getting much help from, from, from the GPs there's been a lot of campaigning and things are getting better in that respect but when you're not getting any help and when no one's talking about it you feel lonely so I thought if we all get together and we chat like mates then all the other people who are going through this can be part of our gang and feel that they're not on their own and that's the whole thing that's what it's all about so Helen and Bean are here with us but this is a whole collective right you've got is there five of you is that right four, four of you four okay. in total so you, you should, I feel like you should shout out the people that are here of course I'm 
I haven't name-checked anybody. Oh, my God. So our fabulous host is Emma Goswell, um, co-host Terry Sweeney, and we're mates, you know. I mean, we used to go out drinking together 20 years ago. You know, this is not something that we've just sort of adopted. Um, we're, we're mates who hang out with each other who just happen to decide to make a podcast together. And thank you, guys, because there was a lot of evenings, and you've got to bear in mind that perimenopausal women are tired and grumpy. And so hot. And hot. <laughs> and forgetful and yeah all kinds of things going on so you know put a lot of heart and soul into it so I'm really grateful to you really grateful to Emma and Terry for giving up the time and put you know putting the effort in for it thank you but you're not going to forget this moment because like not only did you win this but you had you had this award presented to you by some people right so we are we going to talk about that or pretend it didn't happen Oh my! I can barely speak. I'm afraid. I'm just. Gonna... Do I need to do this for yeah, you? Yeah, no, so like, so like, just just Idris Elba and Sabrina Elba just kind of get, handing you your award, like as if, if this is a casual Saturday. Yeah. Oh my god! So you guys, are new best mates, they're going to be on the podcast soon, right? Is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we should go and ask him now, shouldn't we? Should we go and ask him? Right. If you bring him a bit with that microphone, and then we can get him on tape. This is a bit menopausal. That'd be great. Yeah. <gasps> well, you've got the andropause, haven't you? Andropause, You've got yeah. the andropause, that's male yeah. menopause. Yeah. We're, well, listen, yeah. if you do have that conversation, make sure you come grab us, because I definitely <laughs> want to get that on tape. Listen, the biggest congratulations. I mean, what a moment. You must be so proud of yourselves. And give our love to everyone else that's on the pod and, uh, and have the best afternoon. Thank you. Thank, thank, thank you. you. Thanks thank to the Great you. British Podcast Awards as well. Really appreciate it. And the winner of Moment of the Year 2022. That is the year, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Coiled! Leanne is the host. I'm Sylvie Carlos, one of the producers. So t- tell us about this, because obviously this was born fairly recently, right? And it's just popped off. So what is Coiled? What does it mean? Why should I listen to it? Why is it important? Why is it just one moment of the year? Okay, so Coiled is a documentary podcast which looks at how black hair intersects with the black British experience and what it can tell us about culture, identity and race in the UK. And um, I decided to make it because I decided that I wanted to transition my hair because I had chemically relaxed hair, wanted to go back to natural. And then I realized I just had loads and loads of questions about hair that I wanted to document. And I really wanted to make a podcast that I wish I had when I was growing up because I feel like if I listened to this when I was younger, then I would have made very different decisions when, when it came to my hair. You can talk about moment of the year. Moment of the year, okay. So moment of the year came from, so helping Leanne to produce it, there were certain key players in the hair industry in the UK that we had to speak to. So just to give you a bit more context, you'll find out more on the podcast, wink wink listen, but the black British sort of hair, the hair industry is owned by the South Asian community in the UK, which doesn't make sense when you think about who the core users are it's afro hair afro hair is very specific it's generally only black people that have afro hair anyway so the moment of the year is we spoke to one of the he was the ceo of a very large wholesale he he he, he, corporation they sold products specifically to the black community and when we broke certain questions he kept insisting that the company were black owned but that's the whole point of journalism and doing your stuff. We checked company house and everything. It was at least 80% was owned by a British Pakistani man. It was a, it was by no means not a black owned company. During the interview, I think he got very, very confident, kind of thought maybe he was talking to two young girls and thought that we maybe didn't have our stuff about us. And the more confident he got, the more he let his guard down and just told us inexplic- inexplicably that he didn't see any value in the black pounds. 
And I mean, that episode was a long episode with various other owners, but that episode did really well and socially did really well because it sparked a lot of conversation and even news articles about it because people were saying, hold on a second. It was, so on one hand it was, okay, you don't see no value in the Black Pound, but you sell to that community. But then people started sharing their stories about how they were treated in the stores, how they felt they'd been followed around, followed around the stores and just treated in funny manners, but they were like, but we're your court audience. So it, it became a big discussion and I think it was, we have this discussion all the time when we say the stuff that we talk about on our kitchen table, right? The stuff that you talk about in a hair salon somewhere, but you don't really talk about it out loud and you don't bring it to the table because it's like, no one really cares or like, let's, let's not rock the boat. And I think what we did unapologetically is we brought certain discussions in this particular moment of the year, we brought something to the light that was really important. It was, for us, it was, it was in public interest. It was important for people to understand this is what people that you buy from feel about us as a community. And can I just add, it's not the fact that it's the South Asian community that owns the majority of the industry. That's not the point. Any community can own whatever it is they want to own. It's the fact that, A, they were trying to parade as a black-owned business when they're not, and B, that they were saying that they don't care about black businesses when it, we are well within our rights to understand who owns the businesses that we buy from. So that's why it caused such a big discussion. And moment of the year is, it's, I mean, obviously podcasts have, have their little circle, they have their super fans, you know, and, but what, what I think is really important about moment of the year is it really breaks out of that original place it came from. You know, this was, this was a thing that was on the podcast, but like once it went out, the clips were being shared everywhere. It, it was like, it became big, right? You guys were getting a lot of shares and it must have really elevated what you guys are doing as part of the podcast. Yeah, completely. <laughs> it really did. Um, and it was good because I feel like that was just like a really good in to get people to like engage with the podcast and actually realise there's so many other aspects that we don't discuss but we should discuss. Like the like where attitudes towards black hair come from. Like why is it did, did I feel like for the majority of my life I had to have straight hair? Oh actually it's because of colonial attitudes towards hair way back when that have just really not gone away. So Well listen, it sounds like you've got you've got this one moment that went went nuts and you've also got stacks of content, which is why this series is doing bits. So like congratulations. Um, and yeah, I hope that you get a bat for more moments to come. Thank you. I have one last thing to say. I'm currently making season two, but I need some funding. So if anybody wants to fund me, well this let is me the place, this is the place to be. There are brands and we money out of that. Let's make it happen. happen. We're gonna take a short break and we'll We'll be back right after this. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, 
like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We're still sitting in the sunshine behind the scenes at the British Podcast Awards and things are heating up as we race along to the big one, Podcast of the Year. But first up, let's find out who is the best new podcast. And of the Gold Award, the judges said a truly inclusive show delivered with honesty, exuberance and charm by a presenter who welcomed listeners with their guests, absorbing life stories. There was no doubt the guests felt safe and heard. We could have listened for hours. The winner is Outcast UK. Honestly, I am... I'm so shocked. I didn't think it was going to be us, me, at all. Um, I, I wrote the little bit that I set up there, what I was meant to read out. I wrote it like five minutes beforehand on my phone in my drafts on my email, and then I couldn't find it when I went up on stage. And I was like, what do I say? What do I say? Um, so Outcast UK is it's me chatting to people I love and respect and whose stories I want told. Um, some of it's timely in terms of news. Um, like on World AIDS Day, for example, Jay Hawkridge, who's huge on TikTok, um, uh, HIV activist, came on, chatted to me. Most of it was recorded in my garage in Liverpool. Um, the production team is just me. I do pretty much everything, video and audio, and I just sit there and chat to these people and let them tell their story. And um, I, I think the key to it is allowing them people to have the space and feel safe to really share, and at times overshare. And sometimes it's funny. Um, I've cried during episodes as well. Um, and sometimes it's really dark, if I'm honest. And uh, I, uh, that's the mix of what we're doing. It's just people's stories, what, what's happened in their lives, um, are more interesting than fiction a lot of the time. And you mentioned you mentioned TikTok yeah. earlier. This is this show has done real bits on TikTok, right? Yeah. It's it's the numbers on TikTok have, have been wild. So like, you know, is that is that mean by design? Is that mean by accident? Like, how has that happened? I had a feeling that it would do well on TikTok, so I was you know convinced from the get go that. Um, complete visualization seemed a bit expensive and in the end I ended up doing that with some episodes anyway I really wanted them moments to be supported with video so you could really see I think audio is more powerful on social media when it's supported by the video isn't it so you know sticking that on TikTok a podcast that's aimed at Gen Z and Millennials it just seemed like the perfect platform for it and here we are now nearly 2 million views on TikTok loads of comments and a little community of people who have really got each other's back it's been it's been amazing so now you've got this lovely little trophy uh, I'm, I'm assuming that might help you get some more people to come onto the show if, if you could give us anybody that you would want to do an interview with who's who's a big who's a big get for Outcast UK okay um, Peter Tatchell I know that again a non-gay got him on and I'm so jealous <laughs> um, Ian McKellen it, it's the big legends but also I want to combine that with people who are just coming through who've got really interesting stories I want more trans voices on the show I want there to be more people of colour on the show these are people that are underrepresented in podcasting and the LGBTQ plus community has a bit of an issue with sort of sidelining people of colour uh, and I want to sort of do something as a white man I want to do something about sort of uh, amplifying their voices so um, yeah big name big name guests like that but also who's really interesting in the news that's got a really compelling story um, I, I want them on more so than really big names do you know what I mean 
Well, listen, massive congratulations. I mean, winning new podcasts, it's, it's, a, it's a thing. You can only do it once, right? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. like, you know, you must be absolutely thrilled. And, and I hope we see you back here picking up the next awards for, for what's to come. Fingers crossed. Thanks very much. Appreciate it. So this is Best Network or Publisher. That's what we're doing, right? The Bronze Award goes to BBC Radio 5 Live. The Silver Award goes to Stack. And for the Gold Award, the judges said, a small team full of spark. They have their finger on the pulse, creating podcasts which could not have been made five or even three years ago. They are doing it first. The winner of the Gold Award, Mags Creative. So I'm here with the winner of Best Network or Publisher, Mags Creative. We have... Faith, uh, co-founder of Mags Creative. And Megan, producer. And longest reigning employee. <laughs> Is it named after you? Are you the Mags? Of, are you like no, the I'm Megs Meg, of the Megs? But I, weirdly, I do get that quite a lot. Well, you just <laughs> own like, it. Is it your company? I'm you like, should, no. you should just own it. And obviously, this is like network or publisher. So, you a network or a publisher? What do you class yourselves as? Both. Yeah, I would say a network. So, we are a podcast promotion and production company. We work with brands like Facebook and Google to bring their podcasts to life. We also work with commissioners. Um, and individuals and um, talent as well to work on a number of podcasts. Right, so I'm going to say that you, I'm sure you love all your children equally, but let's play a bit of Snog, Marry, Avoid. If you could snog any of your podcasts, which one would it be? Um, can I say a new launch? You can say whatever you want. You're the one that's snogging okay. them. Yeah, so I would snog... This is turning into a weird threesome, but I would snog Laura Whitmore and Ian Sterling for their podcast... Uh, Partners in Crime, which is our latest Spotify original, and it's a true crime meets comedy podcast, and it's very funny. And if you could marry one of your podcasts, I'm guessing it's going to be the one that's been most successful and longest running. Well, mm. I secretly want to marry Johnny Wilkinson, and we work with him. <laughs> um, who, who should we marry? Uh, oh, I'm a commitment. Should we, should we go with Johnny Wilkinson? Yes, I am with Johnny Wilkinson. We'll marry that one. We've got. We want to go with the long distance with it as well. Yeah, exactly. So we're working with Johnny Wilkinson on a podcast called I Am, um, which is all around sort of his uh, self-development journey, talking to a really inspirational people about that. Um, and yeah, we're just uh, kind of looking at this as a really long-term relationship, which is why we're going to marry him. And I'll obviously never be so rude as to get you to avoid any of your podcasts because I'm sure you loved every single one. But like, there must be some that are a little bit more quirky and a bit out there. So what are the ones that like you you feel are are like the weirder ones that you do, the, the non-conventional podcasts you have in your network? I feel like this is a great question for Meg because I feel like Meg can create some really quirky, <laughs> abstract podcasts that actually do incredibly well. Um, over to you, Meg. Yeah, I think the first one that popped to mind, just because it was so different for us to make, is Life Sentence. Um, it was something that we did in about six months, three months, in between that amount of time. And it was a, it's a, I can't remember any of my words about it anymore. What but um, tell us about Life Sentence. What is, yeah. what actually is Life Sentence? What do Life to Sentence it? is a non, it's a immersive yeah, but yeah can you, I, I've forgotten okay. everything about yeah. it Sense, it's, it's a fictional uh, narrative piece it's very immersive it's about this sort of um, it's about climate change and how we're running out of time but it's done in a very subtle beautiful way um, and it's got 13 members of cast members in it so it's incredibly ambitious but um, I would say it's, it's definitely more on the quirky side but really powerful 
I mean, you are not just winning for a podcast, you're winning for like a whole plethora of podcasts. So um, this, this award gets shared amongst all of those. Um, I'm sure it's going to be prouder place in the Mag's, the Mag's creative office. Have you guys got offices post-pandemic? I mean, this is mad. We don't even have a, an office. Like, this is why we're all a bit in a bit of shock. So... Um, yeah, it feels very surreal. We are getting an office, but right now we're all remote working from home and I just think this just means so much to us. We're independent. We're really kind of new on the scene. Um, so, And I've started with my sister and she's not here and I would love her to be, but um, she'll be over the moon as well. So it's you and your sister Hannah that started the whole of Mags Creative. Like, how did that come about? Were you just like hanging around a Christmas dinner table thinking, <laughs> let's, let's start a podcast network? What's the story? So Hannah and I have been working together for a long time but we started out as a marketing agency. Uh, my background's in PR and marketing and one of the first projects that we were brought on to do aside from events and social media was work on the Deliciously Ella podcast and we saw that go from strength to strength. We were so excited about that um, and we decided, we took quite a big risk and a big decision to actually niche our agency specifically into podcasts so we turned down any other work and since then we haven't really looked back. Um, so it was a, a massive risk but one that definitely paid off. How many years DPU? Uh, four years. Okay, so it's still fairly new and you've gone yeah. from like, you know... So it's you and your sister Hannah that started the whole of Mag's Creative. Like, how did that come about? Were you just like hanging around a Christmas dinner table <laughs> thinking, let's, let's start a podcast network? What's the story? So Hannah and I have been working together for a long time, but we started out as a marketing agency. Uh, my background's in PR and marketing. And one of the first projects that we were brought on to do, aside from events and social media, was work on the Deliciously Ella podcast. And we saw that go from strength to strength. We were so excited about that. Um, and we decided we took quite a big risk and a big decision to actually niche our agency specifically into podcasts. So we turned down any other work. And since then, we haven't really looked back. Um, so it was a, a massive risk, but one that definitely paid off. How many years DPU? Uh, four years. OK, so it's still fairly new. And you've gone yeah. from like, you know, doing that as sisters, trying something new all the way up to to winning Best Network. So you must be absolutely thrilled. Yeah, I'm very surreal um, we named the company I didn't say this in the acceptance speech which I wish I had but we named the uh, company after my grandma um, Mags Margaret Stokes and she was just the biggest champion of us um, so it just means even more basically big up Mags and congratulations um, I hope to see many more of your podcasts here um, in the years to come thank you so much and in bronze the Northern Bank job <laughs> winning silver Wild Crimes and Gold. The judges said, this podcast grabbed their attention immediately. The host's intensely personal perspective guided us through a complicated journey of twists and turns, while the soundscape suspense and imaginative true crime storytelling left us lost at sea. Searching for an answer to who did it, the winner is The Catch. I am with the winners of the best true crime podcast, The Catch. Nice to meet you. Thank you so much. I, I'm, I'm a bit in shock, to be honest. So I'm Jake. I run Message Heard, UK-based podcast company. Jake, just Jake, not Jake Warren. Jake. Oh, sorry. Okay, Jake Warren. Yeah, sort of moving. What's Jake Warren? Yeah, the Jake Warren. Yeah. The Jake Warren. Uh, I'm Sandra Ferrari. I'm head of production with Message Heard. Uh, I'm Michelle Martin. I'm the executive producer from Audible. So this is no small thing. Like Audible have obviously gone deep into true crime, and this is a, a podcast series about this amazing story in, in the Isle of Wight. Is that right? Do you want to give White, us a? Yeah. I know it's, it's a deep story, but can you give us like the the crib notes for it? 
So basically, it's it's one of the biggest cocaine busts in maritime British history, which happened you know over a decade ago, of which people were sent down for a, you know well over a hundred years in combination. But there was a lot of evidence to suppose that maybe actually they might be innocent. So we thought working with Raphael Rowe, who obviously is an amazing investigative journalist in his own right, but he's sort of in a community of one because he's also a miscarriage of justice victim himself. He spent 12 years in jail for a murder he didn't commit. So for him to investigate, you know, yes, on one level, it's an interesting story, but have people's lives been ruined forever for something that they maybe didn't do? And... um True crime is such a... That was, that was awesome, by the way. Look at that. Like, he's like a total pro, like, delivering what is a really complicated story. He's banging it out. Um, true crime is obviously a massive deal in, in the whole of podcasting and the audio space, if, almost anywhere, to be honest. But when you heard... How did this story kind of come to you? Do you guys... Did you just pitch to Audible? Uh, or you found Raphael and he pitched to you? Kind of like, how did it get to this point? Jake actually found the story. So back to Jake, actually. <laughs> well, so, I mean, I... I'm sure have harassed Michelle for a really long time as to how we can work with her. And I've known Raphael for a number of years. And yeah, it's a story I've kind of been familiar with because there's been appeals in recent years to kind of try and prove the innocence of the potential innocence of, of these people. And, you know, working with Raph, it was very much, we wanted to work on something meaningful together where, you know, he could, yes, use his investigative journalist skills, but also in an arena that he felt incredibly passionate about, about you know, if there are people in jail accused of things they didn't do, how can we properly investigate that and determine one way or another if actually we need to look again? And this is kind of part of a massive strategy for, for Audible. Like, you guys have gone in hard when it comes to doing proper premium podcasts and, and have done some incredible like, advertising and marketing around this as well. Is, is this working for you? Like, these stories must really be cutting through. Yeah, we find that there's such a huge appetite for true crime. Um, you know, even during the pandemic, when you would think people wanted, you know, good feel-good stories, actually, they, they want true crime. And I think it's, you know, people want to go really deep into stories. And, you know, it is escapism. And, you know, I think sometimes people love true crime because they think, well, you know, things could be a lot worse. <laughs> and obviously, Messi Shared are doing a load of things. Like, tell us about other bits and pieces that you've got going on. We're really excited recent news for us is we've just signed a partnership with the Kiev Independent to support the amazing work that they're doing in Ukraine and bringing the stories from the front line of war in, in a way which is you know, amplifying the amazing journalists that they have on the ground they're experiencing it. So to do that in audio is a, is a real privilege and an honour for us. Congratulations guys, this is pr- probably one of the most competitive podcast um, categories there is that is today so you massively um, you must be absolutely thrilled and I hope you have the best afternoon as a result. I'm in complete shock, but thank you so much. It's, it's amazing. And the winner is Get Birding. Hi, congratulations. Thank you very much. So I am win- the winner of a brand new category, the climate category. I'm Jane Gerber. I'm the executive producer of Get Birding, which is made by my production company, Peanut and Crumb. And we wanted to make a podcast that made it easy for anybody, anywhere, to discover more about the birds on their doorstep because birds are the easiest way and entry point to get into nature Um, and we face issues around diversity in nature head on and um, promote um, 
I'm running out of words. <laughs> but the, one of the key things about is, is like, this is going to be a really tenuous link. Are you ready for this? Are you going to enjoy this really tenuous link? But a lot of it is about like urban birding, like yeah, urban yeah. bird watching, kind of being in a city. You don't have to go out to the country. You don't need to go to some special park, buy some fancy binoculars. You can just go out there and see some birds, right? That's kind of a key part of the podcast. Absolutely. Birds are everywhere. Which which seamlessly brings me on to Claire, yeah. Yeah. who is, is the leader of, leader of Lambeth? The yes. head of Lambeth? The leader. lord of the, the queen of Lambeth? <laughs> which is it? Uh, leader. The mayor is the queen of Lambeth. I'm the leader of Lambeth. And you've, you've kind of allowed us into a beautiful park here to do, to do these awards. And it's it, I, genuinely, I kind of came here, it's such a vibe to do an award ceremony here. Like, and we did it last year in Brockwell Park. So All it right, feels yeah. like you are now the home of the British Podcast Awards. How's that? Yeah, no, that's fantastic. We're delighted to be um, hosting this. Lambeth's uh, a very young borough full of entrepreneurs and creators. Um, and it's just fantastic to be hosting something that's all about people making programmes in order that we can discuss the issues of the day or entertain. And I, as the uh, leader of the borough, being the first to declare a climate emergency in London, I was absolutely thrilled to present this award to Birding. Um, and you said it is about... Um, anyone can listen to birds and I think particularly important for those of us living in really densely populated and urban environments and we saw under Covid how we suddenly heard things we hadn't happened before because our streets were quieter um, and for us it's all about enabling our young people particularly to have that exposure to nature and ecology that we often don't get. Also, think. But also increase access to green spaces especially in inner cities and protect green spaces in inner cities which we do in Lambeth. <laughs> <laughs> but Jane, thank you for your hospitality here. It's been a really amazing event. I don't know if it's sunshine. I mean, I know the sunshine always in, in South London. So yeah. uh, so it's nice and warm. The, the ice cream's good. The food's good. Like, you've done an, an amazing job of kind of letting us be here. And we also know we can keep our ear, ears out for some tweeting as well. So congratulations again to Birding and Jane. And thank you so much for allowing us to be here. And in first place, the winner of the Listener's Choice Award 2022, Red Handed. So we're here with the winner of the Lister Choice Award, Red Handed, with Saruti. Um, you must be absolutely thrilled with this because this is actually listeners voting yeah. for this award. How's it feeling? It's just, it, it blows our minds. It's like completely surreal because like we said up there, we are an indie podcast. We started six years ago with a £10 microphone. We had no background in anything to do with anything. Um, and to, to stand up here in front of Pete, the calibre of winners and the calibre of British podcasting that you have um, in 2022 and to win the listener's choice and know that our fans are so invested in, in us and the stories that we're telling, it just blows my mind, especially being you know a true crime podcast, which, yeah, it's hard to cut through the noise on that. So we are just so humbled every time. But every time, because this is like the second time, right? Like if, if you want to have a, uh, a sense that this podcast is massive, yeah. you've won the listener choice twice in a row. It's it's crazy. The first time we did it, um, we found out um, we found out the night before that we had won, and it was, you know, I was at my parents' house in lockdown, and I just remember being in complete shock because we never ever anticipated that this would happen. So, not to happen just one year, but to happen the second year is incredible. And uh, we we did make some bold promises though to our listeners. We said that if they could um, get us, if they could get us the gold award in the listeners' choice yet again, then we would jump out of a plane. So now my co-host and I have to go jump out of a plane. 
Okay, so. I mean, that's a that's a thing. Have you booked it already? Or like? No, we need to do it. We were like, guys, we're not booking it until we know we've won because it's actually quite expensive to do. So now that we have won, we need to go and uh, find somebody who'll let us jump out their plane. But because it's a true crime podcast, you're going to have to do it in like some sort of Ocean's Eleven sort of way well, and like this, steal the plane and like... I mean, this is the thing. The reason they picked... Because we said, we'll do whatever you want. You tell us what you want us to do. And we covered a case two weeks ago of a woman whose husband sabotaged her parachute when she jumped out of a plane. Oh my God, I remember this story. Victoria Silias. And then they all decided, that's the thing we want you to go do. And we were like, guys, if you kill us, there's no more red-handed. You do realise that. But that's what they want. And uh, you know what? She survived. So if without any sabotage, maybe we'll be fine. Okay, but you probably want to check your parachute bag yes, a couple of times before you we jump will, out. We will be doing it with a with a profesh strapped to yeah, us. Don't, don't get your partner to, to pack the... Uh, to, to pack the... <laughs> and then someone will have to shove me out of the plane. <laughs> well, that... I, I mean, what's going to be more exciting? Winning the Listener Choice podcast or twice in a row or being shoved out of a plane? I mean, it must feel, must feel the same either way, right? I'll come back next year where hopefully we win again and I'll let you know. <laughs> well, best of congratulations. Enjoy your skydive. I hope you make it to good land at the end of it and uh, we'll see you here next year thank you so much thank you guys thank you the big one's been announced podcast of the year is a dear daughter from the bbc world service and we're absolutely thrilled because we've connected straight to nairobi in kenya and on the line we have the host and creator of dear daughter it's namulanta combo hey namulanta hi can you hear me okay we can hear you loud and clear um okay from nairobi right are you in nairobi at the moment I'm in Nairobi, yes. Well, so I'm actually a bit blown away by this. So you are the winner of Podcast of the Year. Um, and I'm so thrilled to be talking to you because my, my understanding is that your, your story is that you were just a podcast mega fan and then pitched an idea. And then now here you are as the winner of, of the best podcast that could possibly exist. It's so surreal. It is so surreal, but I'm really excited. I, I don't think it's sunk in yet. Like everyone else there, I'm sure we're all days. The whole team is days, but um, it feels really good. Would you mind it telling us? Really a, would you mind telling us a little bit about the story? So my understanding is, is that you you won you entered a competition that you saw uh, as part of um, the BBC World Service, and you pitched this idea, um, and then you're recording out in Nairobi for Dear Daughter. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, so I record that, that that was last year that I won the competition, and um, so I record out of the BBC studios in Nairobi, and, and work with the team in the UK, and then the team here as well. And is this your is this your first podcast? You've, have you done anything like this before? Or have you gone straight from? I've uh... never done this before. I have never done this before. So, got... uh, so I. I entered the competition because I had an idea to tell my daughter stories about my own life that I thought would impact her and help her along her way. So when I saw the call for the for the for the competition, I thought I'd turn my idea into a podcast, and <laughs> here we are. That is, is quite amazing. You, so you've done a few episodes now, in, and you've interviewed a few people who've all written letters to their daughters. Um, have you have you got a favourite? Are we allowed to ask what your favourite is? You know what I say? It's like it's like asking which your fav- who your favorite child is. It's really difficult for me because we've made it in a way that all the stories are so different and touch you in a different way. So I can't say there's a favorite one, but the one that I'll never forget, obviously, is the one I, I, I had with my mom, where she talked to me about being a mom to me, and we were able to talk about my daughter, her granddaughter. So that one holds a special place in my heart. But they've all been amazing. 
Well, listen, it's the most incredible series. You must be absolutely thrilled to go from being a, a podcast superfan all the way to winning Podcast of the Year at the British Podcast Awards. Um, the most congratulations. I guess the only thing else I have to ask is, um, is what the postage fees are to send a letter and a, a very heavy podcast award out to Nairobi, Nairobi is. Okay, well, we'll speak to the BBC and see if they can charter a plane to get it sent over to you as quickly as possible. Thank you so much. Well done on your on, on awards tonight. Congratulations again. It's well deserved. And that is everything from the media podcast team here at the British Podcast Awards. Thank you for hanging out with us. We hope you've enjoyed this special episode. The team's actually taking a well-deserved summer break and we'll be back in the last week of August. But hopefully you've picked up some ideas for some great summer podcast listening to fill in the gaps in your feed while we're away. If you've enjoyed this episode, show us you mean it by doing any or all of the following things. Tell a colleague about the show on Twitter or LinkedIn. Or become a patron of the show at patreon.com slash mediapod, where you'll also be able to access an archive of all the deep dive interviews with media experts. And of course, follow us here for new episodes when they drop on your podcast app of choice. Subscribe to podfollow.com slash the media podcast. I've been Faraz Osman. The producer was Phoebe Adela-Ryan with support from Matt Hill. It was a Rethink Audio production and we'll see you next time on The Media Podcast. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.